0: to hashtag the chit show i'm ashley chitty being a military spouse is not easy come along with me as i navigate this crazy life the good the bad the deployments and everything that's in between how can we support our mental health while supporting our spouses it's a wild ride you're not alone that is what i'm here for hey 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 Guys, welcome back to the hashtag the chit show. Today I had like basically an epiphany of like I um I do this often where I want to talk about something else and then something hits me on my walk. But I was thinking, my husband come home, you guys. All is well. It's been a long six weeks. It's been an intense six weeks um, of him being gone and he's done great things. And um, I'm very, very, very incredibly proud of him. And also I'm proud of us like here at home, like we kicked butt, although sad, although sometimes stressful, although a lot of shit shows, chit shows, like, honestly, like I'm just being real. Like a lot of things where it was like, We're just going to take it day by day, which is really all that you can do. But yeah, I'm proud of all of us. I mean, moving forward, like I have to say the revelations that I had and just really Digging deep into my f- emotions about like, um, you know, him being gone and, and this military life and at any moment things can happen and at any moment they can be gone. And just when you think things are okay, or hey, how about this? Just when you think things aren't okay, how you can be reminded of how, um, you need to make a shift, make that mind shift, make that physical shift and just be better and do better, not only for myself, but in our relationship. And I think I've touched on this and saying we weren't in the best place right before he left. And if you listen to last week's episode with Dr. Uh, Lindsay Cavanaugh, uh, when we were talking about uh, military marriages, you know, it's hard it's extremely hard being married to a military service member and um, it never gets easy and things are constantly changing and it's very difficult. So with that being said, you know, I do believe that things happen for a reason. And I, I believe that this had to happen for him and I to become closer. We just really weren't in the best place. And we weren't where we should have been um, in our marriage. Uh, and we weren't like as one. I feel like sometimes we were two ships passing in the night, which I believe happens a lot in marriages. You know, you just kind of get in the groove and in the day to day. And it's the same thing. It's almost it's so repetitive. It's like Groundhog Day. It's like up again, doing the same thing every single week. Things are the same. Schedules are the same. And I believe that, you know, And I've said it before, marriages take work, relationships take work, and, you know, we have to be willing to do it together. But in the same time, I also, you know, really find it hard that I'm trying to fit this like I I, I try to fit almost like a heart into a box, right? I'm trying to mold this lifestyle and try to make it sustainable for all of us when really this type of environment that we live in um, is really, really difficult to navigate through like one one could almost say sometimes darn near impossible, only because you know change is hard, emotions are hard, things are hard and and unless you're willing to work at it and be in constant stressful situations, you know it's really hard to keep a straight mind and a straight head and level head. Yeah. Just be level headed. It's really hard to do those things. So I I say that to say this, I'm trying, sometimes I find myself trying to form this like perfect relationship for our children, for him and I, and it's, just been so difficult and I think it's because I had a lot of childhood trauma uh my parents are divorced it was extremely hard they both got remarried and that was hard and I've been married already once before and divorced that was hard that was traumatic he was abusive it's I tried to make sure that. These things don't happen again. And I like like that history basically just does not repeat itself. It's like you try so hard at something to prevent it from happening. But yet, have you ever thought sometimes you're almost pushing yourself towards it? Like it just hit me one day. I was like, I'm doing more harm than good. By trying to prevent this from happening, I'm doing more harm than good. And it's it was heartbreaking it was just really, really heartbreaking thinking I need to get better at myself. Me, myself, and I is all I can be responsible for. And listen, I can say that all day long. I can say this to you. I can say this to myself. But putting in the work and doing it is what's been so difficult. And I believe that when we got the phone call that he was leaving, I was extremely heartbroken. And I think it was heartbroken in a sense of, not now. He can't leave now. We're not good right now. Like, how am I supposed to make these things work for us when we're not even good within ourselves right now? We're just in opposite ends of the spectrum. We're definitely just not seeing eye to eye. Neither one of us can do anything right. We have a son that has ADHD, trying to manage just life in general. It's just so difficult. And I just thinking to myself, he can't go now when in, Reality and looking back, it was the perfect time for him to leave. It was the perfect time for a reset. And you try to prevent things from happening, but yet you're pushing yourself to them. And I, it just hit me when I, when I said that to myself one day, I was like, I really thought that I was doing what was best and really I wasn't. So I try this past six weeks, I've sat in my feelings, I've journaled, I've thought, I've walked. I've been really just working on me and trying, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, nobody is. And and I think that although an easy thing to say, because you're like, nobody's perfect. No marriage is perfect. No child is perfect. No relationship is perfect. Well, yes, those things are true, right? But believing them is 100% different. Like you can say them as the day is long, but if I'm not going to believe what I'm saying and I'm not going to work at it, at what I'm saying, then this is, it's just never going to work. Like it's never going to work. So I did a lot of soul searching and thinking is that I've got to let go of this, some form of like trying to make this perfect type of lifestyle for us. And I've never been one to be or act perfect or portray that I am this, you know, perfect marriage, perfect life. Um, perfect children by no means. If you live on this street, you know that Uh, 100% you know that. But um, we want things to be good. We want them to be great. And like Dr. Lindsay Kavanaugh said, I mean, why would I not want to take my marriage from good to great? I need to. I want to. Because then it rolls over into the children and then it rolls over into the dog, maybe basically behaving. But I'm... I'm being silly, but like, you know, it all does kind of flow. And if you're good, they're good. And I've always said that too, especially with moving and PCSing. If I'm good, the kids are good. If I can put on this front, the kids can be good. But I've often found that, yes, while that is true, it's also good to have those conversations like, hey, I know what you're going through. My daughter and I had that conversation when we moved here. It might have been closer to a year. She's like, I'm still struggling emotionally. Those were big things for her to say. And I'm like, I get it. So am I. Like, I get it. Like moving is hard and it may look like I've been easy, like it's been easy for me to transition, but man, I feel lonely too. Like. I think that it's okay for them not to see you okay, because again, that is reality. I'm not perfect. But what I'm so happy that my kids do get to see is that we fix it. We work on it. We try. I don't need a nice, I am i don't need an I'm sorry. I need, I'm going to change. I'm going to do better. The next time it's not going to be at this, like, it's going to be a softer blow, but it's also going to be a little bit different. I recognize it. I just... Need a bit of change. I don't need much, right? So I, I I feel real deeply just about these past six weeks. I've dug deep, and I just I feel this love for our life in a different way. Although hard, although stressful, although sometimes almost unmanageable, and I mean, and it that may seem extreme to some people, but. If you get it, you get it. Sometimes this life, my feelings, you feel so out of control that in situations, it becomes just, it's kind of hard to explain Like when you're so out of control because something, someone is controlling your life the person who is going to be the final say of where you're going to move. It is hard to be okay and hand that over to somebody. It's not my husband and I. Sure, we can talk about it. We can discuss it. We can let them know that this is what we want. But ultimately, it's really not what we want. It's what the Navy wants. And that's really, really Hard, And it's really hard to give that control over. And that's what I mean by sometimes this life can almost be unmanageable at times to where like it could really put you down and put you in the bed. And that's how I had initially felt when he first was leaving. I was like, I can't even like I just can't even like I just got this anger and thought to myself, I'm over this. I just don't want to do this life anymore. I don't want to do this type of lifestyle environment ever again. And it's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to set expectations. I'm trying to sustain a constant in our children's lives. I can't do that. I just, I honestly can't do that because while I'm sitting here and being a constant and this is going to be sustainable and all is going to be well, and everything's going to be good. The next three years, they're golden. He's not going to deploy. He's not going to leave. That's not really a given. And I knew that. I know that. Like, how come I let that kind of fall by the wayside? I don't know why I'm setting expectations that I can't, that can't be met. I don't know why I feel the need to be like, okay, I'm the one constant thing in their life. I will always be home. But you know what? Sure, sure. I'll be here. I'll be here. But I mean, it's hard when the dad's not here. It's hard when the spouse isn't here. It's hard when the mom leaves too. Like things come and go. So I've set these expectations thinking in the back of my head, though, and subconsciously, I mean, we all know they could fall at any moment. So I think this revelation, like all these feelings that I've had and have found the past six weeks, this him leaving was so incredibly hard for him to walk out the door and leave. And I'm reminded of like the other four deployments that we have done, how hard they have been, stressful, sad, lonely. Um, This was lonely, too, at times. But I will say I really dug deep. I really took this time to work on some things and to work on myself because listen, I, it takes two to tango. And I know that we've heard that a long time, but like, I, I, I needed this time for me to figure out what I can do different. I want to save this family. I want to be good. I want this family to be strong. I want it to be happy. And, um, I think sometimes we let work and life get in the way and we lose sight of what's truly important and what really and truly matters to us. And sometimes it takes like a traumatic event or it takes something like this happening for us to really see. But then I got my anxiety, of course, gets the best of me. And I'm like, gosh, I don't want anything else bad to happen for me to learn a lesson, right? It's almost like I'm this child and I'm needing to be punished. Like sometimes like that's how I felt. Like I was like, why am I being punished? But it's like you take the selfishness out of it and you can really realize what good could come from it. And so it felt good. It felt good to be working on me, right? Working on me and making this life and this home or house a home again, because that's truly what it is. We need to be a home. We need to be a family. And I'm so excited that he's home. I'm so excited that he's back. I'm so excited. The kids are just thrilled. Everybody has smiles. I love seeing my family happy obviously, you know, who wouldn't, but I'm just, I feel blessed. I feel blessed. And I'm so happy you guys are with me on this journey. So I just feel completely blessed now and grateful. And I'm thankful that he's home safely. And I'm just thankful that he's done well where he was and everybody seems to be doing um, good. There is also. So with that being said, thank you. And I'm excited. I'm excited for our next episodes coming up and I'm excited for our family to be back together. I'm excited for this podcast. I'm just excited for life. As you can tell through my voice, there's a huge smile on my face and I'm grateful for every day and today and for you. So, and until next time. Thanks for listening today. If you loved today's episode, share it on social media and tag another military spouse. You can find me on Instagram at ashleychitty1. More importantly, don't forget to hit that fancy subscribe button because you don't want to miss out on hashtag chitshow.